0: This Happy Times episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. I need to get something off my chest. I recently turned 28 and I'm freaking out. Owning a home, taxes, and being a real adult comes with a lot of stressors that I wasn't really prepared for. And the best way to get something off of my chest is to talk to someone, which is where therapy comes into my life. Talking with someone that has the knowledge and information to help me look at my issues from a different perspective has helped me slow down my life a little bit and help calm me down. If this is something that you can relate to, then I recommend you give BetterHelp a try. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. You can visit betterhelp.com slash happytimes today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash happytimes. And now back to the episode. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Happy Times Podcast. My name is Joey Kidney. I'm your host, and let's get into it.
1: Welcome to the Happy Times Podcast.
0: So today we are going to be talking about something that I know can get a little bit uncomfortable with a lot of people. So this isn't necessarily a trigger warning, but this is just a heads up. It's about to get serious. But when does the podcast not gotten serious? So to set the mood here, all I'm doing is I'm sitting on my desk, I have a mic in front of me, no notes, and we're talking. I want to sit down, I I want to have a real conversation with you, and you're going to know who I'm talking to in this next line, because I want to talk about therapy. Now, growing up, I grew up very insecure, yet strong. I always thought that men, you know, didn't need any help. I grew up that kid that, you know, played sports and if it was broken, you, you fix it and you get back going. You know, I didn't think about the the repercussions uh, on my mental health. I didn't think about what was going to happen in my head. You know, I, I went through sports and I, I got lots of concussions. And obviously that's a, that's a brain injury, but I, I always thought about it like a broken bone. You know, I fix it, I go back. I broke my leg. I fix it, I went back. You know? and I didn't think about the things that were gonna happen in my head. You know, wh- what trauma I'm gonna face from you know, not being able to play, not being able to go back, not being able to play during that time. And there can be some some things that you guys can relate to during that, or what I just said, but maybe, maybe yours is on a different spectrum. But I wanna talk about therapy in general. A lot of us are so freaking scared of it, when all it is, is talking to somebody. And I know, like I said, I know that can be scary. I know that's terrifying, but I'm here to tell you otherwise. So when I was 16 years old, I had a lot of head injuries, like I just described. And I went through a really, really rough, rough time because I didn't think about the mental aspect of it all. And I went through a really, really rough time and I got sent to, to uh, what was she? I got sent to a therapist. Let's just say that. Let's keep it plain and simple. I got sent to a therapist and it was this Indian woman and she was she was awesome she had all her degrees and everything um she had she did have a quite thick accent though um and the entire time i would sit in the room i would have to ask her to repeat herself or she would have to ask me to repeat myself and the connection was not there but we were paying what was it like 150 dollars a session for no connection and it has nothing to do with where she's from or how she sounds but there was, no, there was no connection. I had, I had a hard time understanding her. She had a hard time understanding me. I was a 16-year-old boy talking to a 56-year-old woman. And I, I you know, I, if I wanted to do that, I would just go talk to my mom, right? And there was no hate towards this woman. There was nothing. But I just didn't feel the connection. And therapy is all about that connection. It's all about that fine line of like, I'm actually going to take what this person is saying to me and incorporate it into my life. And so I went through that and I went through even more tough, tough, tough times. And it actually brought me to a really tough time in my life where I ran away from home. And I came back and I was supposed to go to her again. And I said, no, my parents wanted me to take me back to the therapist. And I said, no, like she's (laughs) she's not it. I want to go see this doctor. And it was my doctor from like a concussion specialist. And he was just a guy's guy. Like he was just a bro. He was just somebody that I can talk to. And it was perfect because I could sit down and I could say what I wanted to say and not feel awful, not be embarrassed, not feel humiliated or guilty or shamed. I didn't feel any of that. I felt like I was just talking to a friend. And so over the years, I spent many, many dollars, and time trying to find this right therapist for me. And I think I went through 16 to 17 therapists. And this is not an ad. I'm not trying to sell you on anything. This is not, I'm not being paid to say this. I actually use BetterHelp, which is a online service, right? For therapy. And you sign up and you you enter what you're looking for. And they pair you with a therapist and you can change your therapist and your counselor and everything like that. And this is that app that Shane Dawson and PewDiePie like completely obliterated. They were like, this is awful. Then Shane Shane Dawson was like, oh, Jake Paul is a sociopath and all, all this stuff like that. That's the app, but it's helped me a lot. And even though I, I went, I I, <laughs> I had 16 different therapists in that time. There was one that was really amazing And then she actually just like she was going to work in another job i think she opened up her own practice and then the other ones were just trying to find the right fit and i could not find them a lot of the time like a therapist like my experiences with it is that a therapist would like send me a text like this is all like text-based especially with covid it's perfect but it was all text-based and like somebody would send me in like a text and it would be like a five page paragraph email of like like, how do you feel? And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm not gonna read this. Like, I can barely read a book. The only book I've ever read is my own. Like, I'm not this is not for me. This isn't it. And so I would change the counselor and the same thing would happen and we'd be like, Hi, my name is blank. And here's what I do for a living. This is what I specialize in and then blah, 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 blah. And not no shade to them. But it was just like, they spent so much time explaining about who they are and what they do and how their job makes them feel and everything like that, that it, like in five paragraphs, it didn't even give me the chance to say hello. Like I was like, no, I'm out. Like turn me off right away. And honestly, it goes in marketing, but still like therapy is not all about facts and numbers. Sometimes it's just having a connection with somebody. And so... On my seventeenth, my seventeenth therapist. That's a hard thing to say. um, I met this lady named Catherine, and she is amazing. I'm not gonna say her last name, but she's amazing. Like on their call, I went for a walk. And when when we when I have my therapy calls, I go for a walk. Except it's getting cold now, so I can't do that. These calls are at like nine p.m. when I'm in my feelings, like I'm 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 definitely thinking about things, and I'll go for a walk. And I remember like. I, I just started and i just she was like okay so tell me about my, yourself and i just started saying stuff and she like stopped me she's like hold on wait <laughs> what the hell did you just say and like like that type i know that that wouldn't be the proper response with everybody but i think she actually genuinely knew what i was saying like i i i, I entered the call and i was like hey listen no bullshit like this is my life we're, we're playing with here. Like, I I want a connection. I don't want somebody who's just going to tell me what to go do. I want somebody who's going to empower me to go do it myself. You know what I mean? And so it took me a very, very, very long time to find this person. And I just had a call with her last night. And that's why I really wanted to make this podcast, because I wanted to talk to you guys about it, like talk to you guys about my experience on a call like that. Now, all, all I did, I sat in the same spot as I did tonight. Actually, I did not sit at once. I didn't, because I need to pace like, I'm making this because I want you to guys to understand that everybody experiences therapy differently. And therapy doesn't always necessarily mean that you need to pay $150 to sit down and talk with somebody for an hour. Therapy could mean your own therapy little sessions. Like, maybe you know that you need to go clear your mind by going out to for a run or playing hockey or playing video games or cooking or something like that. Like, a little self-care therapy is never a bad thing. And sometimes we don't need that other person to talk to, sometimes we just need to not be talking in our own heads. But if you do feel like you do need somebody to talk to, then I really highly recommend therapy. But please understand that it's not just some walk in the park. It's not just some, okay, I'm gonna call and find the right person. Like what if you're a girl and you recently had issues with men and you call and you get a therapist and it's a guy. Would you wanna talk to a guy? You know, obviously that's like a a very deeper meaning, but that's just a perfect example of like, it may not work the first time. It may be exactly what you don't want, but it may work the second time, or it may not. And it may work the third time, or it may not. But keep going, because I'm here to tell you after 17 tries, it's worth it. Somebody's out there, somebody can help you. And one of the issues that I always had when I went to my first, first ever therapist Um, was I felt like she could care less. Like she would be asking me, she's like, oh, you're, so you're, you're 20 years old. And I'm like, no, I'm like 16. Like she would have to write everything down and she would be reading that note that she wrote everything down on and she was still getting facts about me wrong. And it just didn't, it didn't sit well with me. I I could care less about her and she could care less about me. I was a paycheck and that's how I felt. But when you find that right person, you don't feel like a paycheck. You don't feel like a dollar sign. You feel like somebody cares. And it's really fucking nice. And so I had a call last night and we talked about, um, I don't want to say too much because I don't know necessarily who listens to these podcasts, Um, but I was dealing with another person, another interaction with someone. Turtles All The Way Down is the acclaimed number one bestseller by John Green, author of The Fault in Our Stars. Turtles All the Way Down is now streaming on Max. Asa Holmes is trying, she is trying to be a good daughter, a good friend, a good student, and maybe even a good detective, while also living within the ever-tightening spiral of her own thoughts. NPR called the novel a sometimes heartbreaking, always illuminating glimpse into how it feels to live with mental illness. As a fellow YouTuber, I remember reading my first John Green book and feeling so seen. His words that were eventually turned into movies really hit home with me and my age group, especially as I've gotten older. I've dealt with my own battles with mental health, and I'm very, very excited to see this movie. And you can buy your copy of Turtles all the way down in stores today and catch the movie streaming on Max. And now, back to the show. Somebody, where somebody was, every time I opened my mouth, somebody was challenging me. Um, And it's a specific person. I'm just not going to mention a name. But every single time I would say something, I would get challenged. And if anybody out there knows how that feels, it's awful. It's an awful feeling to every single time you open up your mouth, somebody's going to yell back at you. being like, you're wrong. You're stupid. This is, this is wrong. And I, I recently went through that. I went through a really, really hard phase of it. Um, it was only for a few days, but still, I, I, I could not handle it. It kept me restless. I couldn't sleep. I was like, what did I say to this person? What did I say in whatever that got this person so riled up that they have to take it out on me? And my therapist goes, that's a really, really good point that you just pointed out. You know, what did, why is this person acting this way? You know, a lot of times we just immediately put it against ourselves. It's like, okay, well, what did I do wrong? Like, that's definitely something to think about, but it's not the only thing to think about. Sometimes this person's having a bad day. Sometimes this person hears a word and it brings them back to a moment where they don't like. Sometimes this person is embarrassed, so they're embarrassing you. This person's out of their comfort zone, right? And I was like, oh, I I thought the way I was thinking was negative, she's like, no, it's not. It's actually really, really important to think that way. It's really important to think about other people and what they're going through. And so she talked about a couple things. She talked about guilt, shame, um, embarrassment and humiliation. And guilt was, you know, feeling like we did something wrong. Like that's normal. Every, every human should have that. But shame is making you feel like you're the issue, like you're the problem, like you're the reason why I went wrong. You're the reason why you're feeling your own guilt. And then there was embarrassment. And I always said that I was embarrassed my whole entire childhood. I remember in grade five, like, I would I had ADHD in grade five. Um, I mean, I still, fuck, I still do. Um, but I remember I had, a, a what was her name? An M. McIntyre. And she hated me. She hated me. And the worst thing that I did was, actually I'll tell you, I'll tell you it's a pretty gross thing. So um, my buddy Jibs and I, we would sit in the back of the classroom and I would be so bored that we would find like syringes. I know that sounds super bad. There was no needles in them. And we find like syringes and like, my mom was a nurse so we could have them like from there was, she had them all over the house, but like there was no needles in them. I want to make that clear. It was literally just like the, the sucky thing. And we would put red markers in, in a cup of water and then we'd suck into the syringe. And then we would have like, we wouldn't even squirt it anywhere. Like it was very anticlimactic, but we would have that. And I got in trouble for that. Um, yeah, that's self. I feel like I should have gotten in trouble for that. But going back to it, like I remember in grade five, um, you know, that kid that doesn't raise their hand, but they still get called upon. Yeah, that was me. Uh, I also had rosacea. So I already have red cheeks. So I would get called, called out for, like, oh my God, Joey's blushing. And I'm like, fuck, no, I'm not. Stop making fun. Like that embarrassed me so much more. And I remember she called on me. Um, I, I like, I vividly remember this. I can't remember my entire childhood, but I vividly remember grade five and she would call on me. And in order for me to answer a question, I would have to get up. I got up and I would have to walk around and, and answer. And she told me to sit down. And if I didn't sit down, then I went to the principal's office. And so I didn't learn anything in grade five. I was in the principal's office the entire time. And what was I doing there? Sitting there quietly. Like I didn't, I was not the bad kid. I just had a bad teacher. And and actually, last night on the therapy call, I was like, you know, I do think about that. I do think about my fifth grade teacher, and I'm like, okay, well, like, was she just having a bad day? Blah blah blah. And my therapy, go, my therapist goes, well, maybe she's just not a good teacher. And I never really thought about that. I never, I've never ever ever put the blame on somebody else. And it's not necessarily like an awful thing to do. I I understand that sounds like pretty like against humanity here but that's it's not an awful thing to do it's it's a good thing to like really assess the situation and see all different outcomes but going back to it you know we go back to embarrassment like I always say that I was I felt like my biggest fear is embarrassment like you can call me out with this podcast and be like oh my god Joey said this like this and I would feel embarrassed and she was like well I don't think it's embarrassment I think it's humiliation like you do this yourself you think that you are like ever you're singled out in the embarrassment. And so I remember that I would like mm, I'm trying not to say like a certain situation. I was surrounded at a table um, with a bunch of my friends and somebody was challenging me. Every single thing I said, I was getting challenged on. And it didn't only affect me and that person, but it affected the entire table, the whole room's energy changed. And she goes, "Well, that's a perfect example." It wasn't you being embarrassed. It was you feeling humiliated. Because the whole entire room changed. It wasn't something you said. It was something everybody felt. And I wanted to bring this up, not because it's like a certain specific situation, but I would have never, ever, ever thought of that or about it that way if I didn't think, if I didn't take, if I didn't want to get help and get therapy and go to therapy and listen to somebody else's perspective. Now I can sit here and tell my girlfriend this story, like perfect, <laughs> Angelica, if you're listening, what's up? How's it going? It's a boy, Joey. How you doing? So we're sitting here and I can tell her the same story. If she's gonna try to give me advice, I, I'm, 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 I'm sorry. I'm just not gonna take it in the same way that I will about a therapist. There's certain types of connections that we have to have with certain types of people, and each one is differently, differently. Each one is different. Okay, so your best friend, like maybe your best friend is just for talking about the happy times. Talking about maybe some sad times, but nothing really going into your feelings. But maybe you have that one friend that you will tell anything to. And that's just, and you, you wonder why, or maybe your your spouse or some your, your partner is going to get mad at you. Like, why don't you tell me these things? Well, it's not about that. It's not. It's about that connection that you have with somebody. It's about the connection that you feel. And so... When you find the right therapist, it's it's an amazing feeling and, and it's awesome and and it's not just all happy, lucky, sunshine and rainbows out there, right? So sometimes I'll tell my therapist a story and she'll be like, "Well, this is why you felt this way because y- you did something wrong, or you did you do this yourself." It's not always okay. Maybe it's them. Sometimes it takes a lot of like self-repairment. You know sometimes it's not always somebody else did something wrong to you and now we have to fix it sometimes it's you did something else something wrong to yourself and now we have to fix it and i think it's really really cool to sit back and and listen to other people think about your life and it's not just you all the time and you can drop your shoulders you can stop squishing your eyebrows together and you can drop the tongue from the roof of your mouth and you can sit down and you can listen you know something like now your problems aren't all on your back like somebody's helping you carry them somebody's helping you carry you thoughts I think it's really really important so if you do get a chance I really really recommend you guys to try it and I'm not saying go try better help I'm just saying try some therapy you know, and you can do affirmations. Like I've tried affirmations. Like I did it for like, uh, I did it for two weeks, where I wrote down one thing I, like three three wins I had yesterday, three wins I want to have for today, and then three things I'm thankful for. And it was great. It was awesome. But I felt like I was just sitting down, writing, trying to think of something. I didn't feel necessarily powerful. I didn't feel like I wanted to go out and seize the day. I felt like, oh shit, I can't remember anything. And that's just ADHD getting in my way, but still, if that works for you, that's amazing. If yoga works for you, that's amazing. If if any therapeutic activity works for you, that's amazing. But if you feel like you need to go out and talk to somebody, I think that's also amazing. And I know these podcasts are great because it feels like we're talking to each other, and I, I'm really, really thankful for that. I'm really happy that you feel that way. <laughs> Sounds like a breakup, but if you do need help, I really recommend that you go get it. It's not a it's not a sad thing. Like I remember I got a TikTok comment yesterday being like, oh my god, I'm so sad. I, I don't want one of these sad in my feelings TikToks. And I'm like, self-empowerment and approval isn't sad. It's encouraging. Like there's a big difference between sad and in your feelings and talking about how you're feeling. Okay? So you're not sad, you're just comfy in your feelings. That's what I always say. So I want to let you guys know that I have... I, um, I'm I'm really happy with how this podcast is going. I'm happy. I was thinking about getting a co-host. Um, but I always think like, okay, if I get a co-host and I can't talk about how I actually want to talk, and that would really, I don't know, it would really impact me in a negative way. So I want to keep this between us. If you're cool with that, I really, really appreciate all the support that you guys have been giving me. Um, you guys are amazing. I actually have a new song coming out on October 16th, and I would love for you guys to to listen to it um it's called from the dust and it's going to be on my my spotify so if you just search up joey kidney and then you follow that spotify you'll get the notification when it comes out um and we have lots of new merch coming at stayu.ca and i think that's it i started vlogging again i have main channel videos going up again i have podcasts i have tiktok there's a lot of stuff happening and i'm very thankful that you guys are here to watch it and listen so thank you so much and hey you're not alone okay i pro- i know i said that quickly but you're not alone Okay. All right. Stay you. Stay beautiful. And talk to you guys later.